This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer... Sam hasn't got her metric. Charlene slept through the night. And we talk burnout with a burnout expert. That makes me tired just thinking about it. I know, I'm already frazzled. Me. Hello. Sure, okay, it's been a couple of weeks with uh, some holidays in between and whatnot and uh, it's coming up again, but we'll chat about that later. Uh, so, Charlene, how are you? What's been happening and how are you kicking ass? So, um, Jessie slept through the night. I don't know if I can say that's me kicking ass, but <laughs> uh, it feels like an accomplishment. Yes, okay, wait. So, Jessie slept through the night. 15 months. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Hooray for me. Hooray. A round of applause. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's ridiculous because you'd think that I had a full night's rest. I'm so rested. I'm ready for this day, except when I woke up, first of all, and I'm sure some moms out there can relate, I didn't know where the F I was. <laughs> I was just like, huh? What happened? What's huh? the time? Huh? Huh? Sun, what time was it? Out. So she slept until uh, six o'clock. No. She went to bed at eight and she slept until six. What did you do? Nothing different. Yesterday she only had a one hour nap the whole day, so I don't know if it was a f- it was just fluke because she was so overly exhausted. So she hasn't transitioned to her one nap a day yet. No, she is doing one nap a day, but her nap is about uh, one hour forty five around there. Sometimes um, two hours, but never less than an hour and a half. Okay. And yesterday she just did just like. It was like 58 minutes she okay. slept the whole day. So that's a little bit little for me because then if she gets to like 3, 4 o'clock, she's just loop and fall. She's not difficult. Oh, okay. But she gets so tight, she literally yeah, can't sure. put one foot in front of the other, so she just dawns over everything, the poor thing. Okay, so yesterday you could see she was a bit tired, and yes. but you didn't have your hopes up. No, you said well, on, on Instagram she's in a big bed. Yes, I moved her out of her cot last week. She's now hey. in her big girl bed Aww. because I, my gut told me she's not happy to be in the cot anymore. And that made her sleep immediately better. She went from waking about four to five times a night in her cot, not wanting to go back to sleep in her cot, just uppy uppy. She wants me to hold her and she'll sleep if she can sleep on me or in my bed. And I was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't want you in my bed. Yeah. You need your own space, so we're going to find a space for you that's comfortable. You know, that's so funny that you would say that because every like sleep training or like sleep advice article I've read never says anything about the big bed, but I noticed that with Elijah as well. He also went to his big bed quite early and um, slept a lot better for it. And I think he was cramped in the cot. I, you know what? She's not really that tall, but I think she felt trapped. Because why am I being blocked into this space? And the fact that there's something preventing her from climbing out, I don't know, maybe she's just got my temperament because I will do anything if it's my choice. 
don't take my choice away from me <laughs> yeah. because then I'm going to kick my But you've said this about her before. <laughs> you have said this about her before. She's got your temperament. So, so that's probably I it. lie on this bed because I choose to lie yeah. on this bed. And should I wish to get out of it, I can do so at any time. But because I choose to stay, <laughs> I will stay. Elijah loves the freedom of being able to climb off his bed. It's a very hmm. low one. Hmm. He even climbs down a set of stairs to my father's debt. De- detriment or not to his detriment to his like shock his and horror shock and horror because we haven't made those stairs safe yes he, every single night he gets he sleeps through from about hopper seven till hopper four ish and then comes down and sleeps in the bed with us for another couple of hours okay so jace was doing that wake uh well she was waking up more regularly in the cot so then I transitioned her last week into her big bed, and it's a floor bed, so she can also climb on and off of it. Mm. And she sleeps waking once a night, which wasn't terrible because she wakes at like four o'clock, and then it's a three-quarter bed, so then when she wakes, I go in and lie with her, and then she sleeps until six, and I sleep with her until six. Mm. I'd rather sleep with her in her bed. That was another reason for the big bed, because I wanted – to have a space where I could comfortably lie with her and still get some rest yeah. rather than moving her into my bed because then it's going to be like, I want to be in your bed, mommy. Got it, okay. I'd rather her be in her bed. I'll, I'm, I'll happily lie by her and at least I can still get some rest. And so we did that for the last week and that was fine. It wasn't an issue. Only waking up once a night and, and it's yeah, really and in the cool. early morning. Yeah. And then I'll go and sleep with her. And then last night she just didn't wake and I was fully expecting to wake at that four o'clock mark and she didn't. And Wonderful. I, I woke up, I was like, what happened? What? I was like, <laughs> I said to Ray, did you wake for her? And he was like, no, did you not wake for her? I was like, no, she didn't, I didn't. Yay! So it felt like such an accomplishment, accomplishment. But when it hit me, I was like, my body was just like, no. more, yeah. I want more of this <laughs> sleep, give me more. And so I just, I feel a little bit tired. <laughs> Okay, I've got you charged with coffee. Mm, thank there you. There is champagne in the I fridge. I appreciate Le- it. Legitimately champagne in the fridge. <laughs> Celebrating. To celebrate this. this. Listen, tell me, why don't you have your matric? I thought oh. you were like a qualified Juno and I all am. sorts. I am. <laughs> when I'm stressed, <laughs> I have a recurring dream. Okay. That I don't have all the modules I needed to get my GDE, <laughs> which for um, international listeners is basically what you need, the certificate you need to graduate high school. So in my dream, I've got um, a university degree and honors and 10 years work experience behind me and all the rest, um, but I don't have matric (laughs) which is your high school you know I haven't properly graduated high school and either in the dream it's because I focused so much on excelling at all of my other subjects that you didn't that I forgot about computer science which I happened to not even take (laughs) in high school but I don't have computer science and they and sometimes sutu which is a language um, for those for listeners those who, who don't know, who don't know what Sutu is. Well, I don't have Sutu and I don't have um, computer science, and I need that to graduate. And so I don't legitimately have my high school and a qualification. qualification. And I needed to have gone to all of those classes, but I was in in some dreams. I'm so focused on. Um, all of my other subjects, I completely forget. And, and you kind of wake up and you're like, oh, you know when in every day when you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this. Yes. How could I? Oh, my God. And that's tomorrow. And 
And that's know? the penny that drops for you in the dream all the in time. In the dream, it's like, <gasps> I'm at the end of my urine matric or whatever. And, and now it's too late to fix this. And now it's this. too late to go back and do all of those lectures. I'm screwed. I'm so screwed. So that's mostly the dream. But this week, the dream was... My, I went back to my old high school and my grade tutor, Mrs. Darvall, <laughs> looked at me with utter disappointment and said, we were waiting for you, Sam. We were waiting for you. And where were you? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm really just disappointed because this could have been, you know, you could have really excelled at this. Knowing you, <laughs> this must be like, a, you wake up like in sweats I, and I crying. This must be like a so nightmare. So the night before last that I had the dream and the whole of yesterday I was anxious. Oh. I had this heavy feeling on my chest and I kept thinking back to the dream going, you know, Sam, it's fine. You've done everything you need to do. You've actually got your matric. It was so real that even in the dream I was going, this is so real, it's not a dream. In the dream, I was saying that to myself. So. <laughs> this can't be a dream because it's so real. But it's, you know what Ooh, it is? I it's find a, this so interesting. It's a, yeah, so whoever wants to kind of do Wait a psychoanalysis on, on me, please feel free. I was just going to say, we have to dissect this and, because I have some theories which we can discuss, but I also think <laughs> that you need to discuss this with your therapist. should be I interesting do. what 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 her take is on I it. do need to discuss it with my therapist. <laughs> so well, that's a recurring dream, which is also a sign, I think, that it happened this week. It's just a sign that I'm, again, reaching my limit or, mm. or still or mm. <laughs> however you want to look at it. That and confirmation, guys, that my um, urethra is anxious <laughs> or my, my urologist promptly um, corrected me. It's my pelvic floor. Oh, right. Your pelvic floor. My pelvic floor <laughs> is anxious. Gen genuinely, instead of keeping all my tension in my shoulders like a normal person. You put it there. I put it down there. Unbeknownst to you. Unbeknownst to me. And so I need to go for pelvic floor physio. <laughs> Good Lord, my <laughs> mind is blown. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I don't. I'll let you know when, when I, I know. figure it out. So it's like Kegel, but like a therapist to help you with those muscles. So do they like... Cause I don't know how they relax. <laughs> a physiotherapist works with your muscles. They use their no, hands fuck, to know. work with... Can you see where I'm going? Yeah, I like. know where you're going. The urologist already went there. Okay. So I've been there. I just, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Any kind <laughs> that of. That could be a fun session. Let me know how it fun goes. Now. I hope he's hard. <laughs> what happens if you orgasm or something? Oh my God. No, listen, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you orgasm at the gun usually? <laughs> no, I suppose not. But there's not really repetition <laughs> oh of God. touch. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> you're just scaring me for the bloody public. This <laughs> is winning. So you're kicking ass because hold on oh a minute. Yes, you actually do ass. have your matric. <laughs> I actually do have my matric. And you get to go to a physiotherapist that's going to fondle you. <laughs> Probably not fondle, but <laughs> I'm sure that's not the term they would oh use. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. And you're not even cheating on your husband. I'm this not, is no. winning. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, you've made my day. Oh. How are you kicking ass, really? <laughs> am I kicking ass? By the looks of it, I seem to be organized. Everybody yes, like. everybody has been saying to me this week, you're so organized, Sam. I don't know what like, happened no. to you this week. <laughs> I, you've made me feel very 
bad about myself and I know you're not doing it at me but just like I'm I'm happy for you I did cross a lot of things off my list yes but that doesn't mean that my pelvic floor is any less, less stressed, stressed. <laughs> mm, man so I am kicking ass and um I suppose putting you know why I'm I'm doing this because I have three weeks until Elijah yeah. goes yeah. on on holiday, I hear you. So and then I'm cram off. it in. I've got to mm. cram everything in. So that's why I'm doing all the things and mm. just sending every email that I need to and checking those things off the list. So yes. that's why. So good on you. So I guess yeah, considering that my subconscious stress bout the um, ah I don't have a matric dreams and my uh, you know pelvic my anxious pelvic floor you know considering all of those things are telling me some things about myself. And giving me all the signs uh, that I kind of need to look after myself. We are going to call a mom spurt. I just made that up. That's good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you think? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. A mom spurt on a burnout. So hold on a minute. Is this someone who is good at being burnt out all the time? Or has she overcome it? I think both. Okay. You want to give her a shout? Yeah, for damn sure. Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Guys, our guest today is a mom on a mission. Yes, Michelle Pitt is many things to many people. But for us here today, she's a mentor for millennial moms. With a corporate background in the health and wellness industry, Michelle, like many moms today, needed flexibility once her children came to be. So, she merged her passions for wellness and helping people and is now a life coach for moms who, like us, want to have it all. Michelle might just have the secret ingredient to striking a perfect work-life balance. Mm, well, we spoke about this the other day in our mm. Working Moms episode. And we came out the other side a bit disillusioned. Michelle, hello, we need your help. How are you? Hello, <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. Hello and welcome. So, um, Mish, in me, Sam, you have a skeptic. Uh, in work-life balance, though Charlene believes you can have it all if you lower your expectations, which is very, very hard for me. Either way, we're both burning the candle at both ends and headed for the doldrums. Uh, and it's only March or the end of March heading into <laughs> April. And Help us. And I must say, I say lo lowering your expectations and you're probably going to say, no, why should you lower your expectations? I don't know. I'm just anticipating, but we want to hear your advice. But first... Uh, we know what you do and who you are, and we'll get more uh, more into that now. I'm super excited for this. I just want you to tell us more about your family. Who lives under your roof currently? Uh, awesome. Let's get started. Uh, I have a busy house. I live with my husband, Roger. We've been married since 2011. And my son, who is four, and daughter, who is two. Her name is Olivia. We call her Lily, just to mess with people. And That's nice. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was our compromise. My husband and I had to compromise, compromise on names. He wanted Olivia. I said, it's fine as long as he can call her Lily. So that was the, the, the agreement. Um, and we've got two dogs, 
and a cat. And yeah, it's a busy household. And what's your son's name? Hayden. Hayden. I love that. Yeah, that's a nice one. Two little blonde, blue-eyed, gorgeous, tiring, wonderful, lovely Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, by the sounds of things, it sounds like you do have it all. So we want to hear all your secrets. Uh, but first, I want to hear what was your idea of motherhood before becoming a mom? What type of mom did you want to be or envision yourself being? It's oh, that's such an interesting, interesting question. And it actually goes back to what you guys were saying a little bit earlier, because I really did think that I was going to be the perfect mom. Mm-hmm. I thought that I would be the PTA mom, that I would, I would have it all down. I actually thought that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, to be honest. Wow. Um, And, um, you know, everyone, uh, one of the biggest things I believe is that everyone needs different things in their lives to make them happy. And it ended up that that was not the thing that was going to make me happy. Um, So, yeah, my my sort of envision was a stay-at-home mom that would do everything. Uh, maybe not the ironing because I hate ironing. But you yeah, I just think I was gonna. I feel <laughs> I just you. I was gonna do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and um, were you kind of brought down to size from this? Um... Yeah, was this parenting gig, or were these kids really a great equalizer for you, as they as they've been for us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, funny enough, for me, pregnancy brought me down. Pre- mm. Pregnancy brought me down to size because. Um, and again, everyone has different experiences, but for me, it was one of the hardest things I've ever been through. I had um, severe morning sickness, was sick 10 to 12, 15 times a day for five and a half months. Mm, um, good heavens. Still managed to pick up a huge amount of weight. Um, and I actually became depressed during pregnancy. I've never, some, never been someone who is depressed, and I became depressed during pregnancy. Um, at the time, I didn't know that there was medication, people, support systems that could help me. I just struggled through. So that was kind of the big flashing light in, wow, things are never going to be the same again. And what were you doing at the time in terms of work? You, um, I mentioned um, that you came from a corporate health and wellness background, but can you go a little bit more into that? Yeah, so um, I've always known that I wanted to help people and I've always known that I wanted to make a difference in people's lives. That mm. came from when I was a child. Um, I studied health and skincare and wellness and started off in the industry and worked my way up and ended up managing a um, health and wellness group. It was a, a very busy position. It was high stress level. It was um, a, a very long commute every day, long hours, weekends, all of that sort of thing. And eventually my husband sat me down and he said, you want to have kids, hey? Yes, you do. Hey. And I said, yes, I do. And he said, how exactly are we going to fit this in? Because you don't have time for me, never mind mm. having another person in your life. Um, and during a, that a similar sort of time, um, my husband actually lost his brother. And it was something that kind of just made me stop and think. You know, sometimes something dramatic has to happen in your life for you to actually stop what you're doing and realize, oi, am I on the right path? Um, you know, he was 40 years old. He shouldn't have he shouldn't have gone when he went. So it made me just reevaluate what was important to me and what I needed to be doing. So I actually resigned from my corporate job and went and worked with my husband and fell pregnant shortly after that. So I don't know if I ever would have fallen pregnant if I had stayed in that corporate position. So uh, right, that's an yeah. interesting one as well. Yeah. I think it was too much, too much stress to 
yeah, I just don't think it would have ever happened. But you know, things happen for a reason. I firmly believe that. So that's just Me too. the path you had to follow, I imagine. So yeah, uh, it's just, just crazy. So you were pregnant at the time um, and started working, well, uh, soon after you started working with your husband. But um, then, I suppose, when was it that you started Michelle Pitt Co. and all that goes with it? Were you you pregnant or had you already um, had Hayden? So they kind of happened at the same time. This whole like mini midlife crisis happened at the same time. <laughs> mini um, midlife crisis, I love that. I, I promise you, that's <laughs> what it felt like. And I went and saw um, an educational psychologist and asked her, you know, what is my purpose in life? What am I supposed to be doing? You know, we, give me the answers. Um, and <laughs> Please tell you know, me she didn't like have <laughs> the answer because that is going to kill me. If someone out there has that answer, it's going to just <laughs> knock me flat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm actually that's what I help moms with now is actually finding their purpose and their identity. So right. it's quite funny it worked out that way. <laughs> um, but she she basically just sat me down after doing psychometric testing and said, "And um, you got into this industry to help people. You you've learned so much about business and know how to run a, a, a um, you know a profitable business in this whole um, path that you've gone through, but you've actually forgotten the thing that's most important to you, which is actually helping people. Mm. So that's when I actually um, went through and became a, a coach, a qualified life coach, and realized that I needed to somehow um, make that part of my life. Uh, so actually, that I started studying when I left my job um, and, started, and worked with my husband at the same time. So I was working and studying and then from there I decided I was going to launch this business while I was on maternity leave. I don't know exactly what in my brain <laughs> was happening thought that, that would be you possible. Were also <laughs> pregnant and severely ill. So this is taken yeah, on yeah. quite a bit, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, yeah, that's me. Over you know, like overachiever, trying to trying to get too much done. Um but yes, I self coach <laughs> and I've learned okay. a lot. Okay. Um, about setting realistic expectations and um, yeah, so it's the whole process and learning what I've learned has helped me a huge amount as well. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. So do you do a lot of self check-ins and you see like red, red, red flags? You, you Constantly. Heading... Wow, okay. Okay. Yes. Because just because I've got this title of mentor for moms or mom coach doesn't mean that I'm the perfect mom. I promise you I get it wrong many times um but i suppose it comes down to is tiger woods uh coach better than him at playing golf no not necessarily but he knows when to give advice and how to give advice so mm. i definitely am not the best mom in the world um, and i don't strive to be but i do know the hacks to give moms to be able to manage their stress and avoid the dreaded burnout that I see so often these days. Mm, I think also that the fact that you have an objective opinion as an outsider helps you yeah. see the wood from the trees and try and just help that person navigate. Okay. Exactly. So tell us about what services you offer. Yeah, that, and I want you to answer another question in that, and that is work-life balance, can you have it all? Yes. <laughs> We tried to answer that question the other day, but it came up short. So maybe start with that and then let us know what you offer. The golden question. Mm. So I honestly believe that there's no perfect work-life balance. And I believe it's actually a terrible statement, to be honest, because it makes <laughs> women feel like 
they can either have this or not have this. It's like either a tick box or not. Mm, mm. What I believe in is aligning your life and making sure that you gain control over it. And that's a process of actually figuring out what the important things are to you, making time for those things, and making sure that the things that are not that important to you get either delegated or, or automated systems get put in place so that your life becomes easier. You cannot do everything. Cannot you ask. cannot work and be a mom and do everything 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you on that point. Um, yes. I'm asking because I agree with you 100%, and I'm no expert on this. But when Sam and I had this discussion, my my mentioning that I think you need to lower your standards was probably poorly communicated because what you're saying now um, has so much more finesse than what I was saying. <laughs> but I, but I sh- you know what? I share you those have, sentiments. You have, a perfect, you have a perfect moment in your life where you do have to lower your standards, and that's in the newborn phase. Yes. So I honestly believe there's six, six weeks plus minus for every woman um, of crisis mode that they go into once they have a newborn where they are learning a completely different way of life. And then you need to make sure that you get down to basics where you are getting a shower, you are getting three meals in a day, you are getting mm. enough sleep during the day. And that is crisis mode. And that's Taking honestly control. when I do believe moms have to drop their standards mm. in order to just get by. Mm. Um, but then sometimes moms get stuck in that crisis mode and forget to look after themselves. put in the effort mm. when they need to and mm. start looking after and use it as an excuse, unfortunately. Um, you know, and I, I've been there. I've, I've, I've been in a, um, a nursing bra after breastfeeding and thought it was okay and had one of my contributors for my e-course is a – um, an amazing style expert and buyer and she sat down with me and she's like no 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 your child <laughs> you, has not breastfed you cannot for be many, wearing many that <laughs> put it in the pile I don't care how comfy it is so yes you'll get stuck in the comfort and um, it's so much change you know we all mm. scared of change but sometimes it can be the most exciting thing as well I also want to ask you, Michelle, so in um, educating your um, clients or fellow moms or whatever you like to call us, that these people <laughs> that you help, <laughs> friends, um, do you, uh, or am I understanding you correctly that yes, you do need to decide what is important for you and find balance and go after that. But am I correct in saying that that might change as your life progresses and as you change and grow in your life and with your children. Because if I think of my own life, the things that were important to me pre-kids um, and post-kids, and even now as they get older, those same things, there are some things that are always important to me and those remain the same. But there are things at a certain stage in my life that is not always equally as important as they were maybe a year or two or three ago. And is that okay? Or am I moving the for goalpost? Sure. No, no, for sure. And I think that's the, that's the goal is to check in constantly um, and reevaluate constantly. And, I mean, I've, I've seen it more in this month for myself than, than for a very long time where I had all of these – I'm a very goal-driven person, so I set these expectations for myself about what I want to achieve and where I want to be at certain times of my life. And then something comes along that I haven't planned and it kind of takes me off guard. And – this thing has turned out to be such an amazing, exciting blessing. And that's actually my, my new role, which I, uh, I can tell you a bit about later. Um, but I think just checking in and realizing, okay, your life has changed. 
let's reevaluate, let's figure out what's important now and let's change with the program. Okay, so you don't have to feel like a failure because those original goals are not now being met anymore. You have to be realistic and look at, okay, but how's my life changed and how do these goals still fit in and are they even really still goals? Yeah, Okay. and that's why I suggest moms having a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, if, it's, if it's the great equalizer, if it's um, a, a clamor club group, if it's um, actually having a community like mine that I have for Life Hack for Millennial Moms, who it, it doesn't matter where it is. Mm-hmm. You still need uh, people to support you so that you know what, that you're on the right path. And that you're not alone, that those people you're are not all experiencing the same things. What you're feeling is normal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age where we're around social media and Photoshop adver- advertising mm-hmm. and things like that, we have these false pretenses of what it's like to be a working mom, what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom, what it's like to be a mom, a woman in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And if we cut all of that out and start focusing on really what's important, which is supporting one another, um, I think we would go a long way. I mean, your hashtag no judges is speaks wonders. Mm. for what we should be doing as moms, you know, less criticizing over what you're doing wrong and more, how are you and how can I help? I think we'll go a long way. Mm. You can see why this woman speaks to my heart. (laughs) I'm listening to her and I'm like, okay, I get it. I always trust your gut. But when Sam first told me about your first discussion and your first interaction when she met you in person, I listened to it and I was like, okay, I can see why this is striking all the right chords with her. But now that I'm... Now this really resonates. It's really resonating with me too. So I'm I'm in my happy place here, guys. Yay. (laughs) So, Michelle, you've got a very exciting new role coming up. But before that, let's iron out those um, service offerings. You are a life coach and people can approach you um, for some guidance and support and help. Yes. So, I mean, I used to offer one-on-one sessions where I would actually have um, sessions built in with different content for different moms. And it would be super interactive and I would deal with them one, on a one-on-one basis, either through Zoom or in person. And I got to a point where I realized I wanted to reach more moms. I wanted to reach moms that weren't um, available the same hours as me. I wanted to be able to make life easier for moms that didn't have maybe the um, amount of money they could pay for one-on-one session. Mm. So I decided I wanted to create an, an e-course that moms could go through at their own leisure when they had time. Because I honestly feel like one of the things that moms struggle with the most in this day and age, and it's actually not even what I think is, according to my research, it is one of the biggest struggles that moms have is time and not having enough time. And being able to work something and having a support group available, because we'll have a, a Facebook group available for these moms to check in and that sort of thing 24 hours a day, um, that was that was that's a dream come true that it's actually coming alive so i'm actually i'm in mid-launch and it is available right now and we're going to be starting on the 29th of april so yeah it, it's very very exciting oh, for me i love it um, i keep calling it an ebook it's an e-course, e-course. okay yes. it's going to have videos and workbooks Yes, and interactive man. laser coaching. And you can, do it, you can do it at your own time. So once my kids at have gone to bed and my husband day. is watching the cricket, I can go and zone out and do this at any time, yes. whether it's 11 o'clock at night. Yes. 
Winner. Ma- Michelle, who is this who is this e-course for specifically? Is it just working moms who are trying to balance it all? Or um so I, does I it expand? Stay at home moms are working moms. So yes. it's for all moms. That's exactly yeah. how we feel. That's exactly <laughs> how we feel. Um, yeah. So I mean that that's a, a big one for me. But I mean, according to like you know, sort of looking at the content and, and what we do. So any mom that's tired, any mom that is too busy, that feels overwhelmed, and someone that's looking for support, someone that's lost, straight, looking to find themselves, looking for their mom mojo. I like to look. Uh, I think I saw that from you guys, actually. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trademark. <laughs> and moms that are exhausted, frustrated, um, unorganized. Basically just moms that can't put themselves first. Someone um, who's looking to invest in themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. I'm only taking 50 places. So it's got to be a mom that wants to make a change. I have so um, many people that's going to want to do this. <laughs> and with, they just don't know it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. That I'm going to tell them how badly they need it. <laughs> and this goes out um, uh, 5th of April. And when does the course start? This this episode, sorry. So the, the episode goes out okay. 5th of April. So yeah. um, how much time do people have from today um, to sort of sign up. sign up and make sure that they're on that list? So the last possible day to enroll would be the 27th of April. Okay. But I want to offer your listeners a freebie. Mm. So... <laughs> If they enroll and by the Monday, so that would be the 8th of April, mm-hmm. then okay. they would get a private session with me where we could sit down and assess the goals before we even get started with the course. That's lucky. So either Zoom or if they are in my area, which is Johannesburg, we can meet up or we do it on Zoom, but it's, it's really that one-on-one specialized focus. Um, you know, and I'm not offering one-on-one sessions anymore. I don't Mm. have capacity. Mm. There's only so many hours in a day. So Mm. it's something that's going to be quite special. So yes, I think I'm going to offer it to the first five ladies that sign up and use you guys as a uh, reference. So they would need to tell me that they came from you. And if they do, then they will get that freebie. Oh, awesome. That is so so nice. Thank you for that. That's That's so generous. Okay, so listeners, fastest fingers first. The first five ladies... Sign up by the 8th of April, before or by the 8th of April. Then you get a free one-on-one with Michelle, and it's only available to the first five ladies that do that. This is a big one. This is a big one. Mm -hmm. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've also also got another free gift. Oh, we're swimming in it. This is like Christmas in March. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This this, uh, requires this again. Don't buy now. This requires this again. (laughs) Yay! Um, I put together, I don't know if you guys have ever been in the situation where you are just exhausted and you end up eating rubbish and then get more more exhausted. My life, hello. (laughs) um, I have put together a really awesome 21-day detox. It's not a diet. It is basically a way to get off sugar and rejuvenate and energize yourself. I love this. So... That is an awesome um, ebook. So that's where your ebook. That's where in. my ebook okay. brain comes in. <laughs> um, and you would need that. The, the listeners would need to go onto my Facebook page, 
sign up for the group and pop a little message saying, please send me the ebook and I will send it through. So okay. can I give you the Facebook page handle name? or details? Yes, yeah, yes. The handle. Go for it. What's and the handle? Where can we find you? Add a link. Okay, so Michelle Petco, it's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-P-I-T-T-C-O. Um, and then my group is Life Hacks for Millennial Moms. And that's the e-course is the same name, Life Hacks for Millennial Moms. Because yeah. that's really what it offers. Yeah. Listen, guys, yeah. so list, to all our listeners, I will um, sort of hook all of you up to the details. So if you're driving or if you don't have your hands free right now to write that down, don't worry. Just head on over to our social media and we'll put you guys in touch with Michelle for two things. The Great Equalizer special. You get a one-on-one session for uh, free in addition to your uh, uh, uh uh, e-course that you've signed up for and then yep. there is uh, going to the Facebook page and signing up for the group um, mm-hmm. and we'll give the listeners the details where to find that and then they can um, get the 21-day detox challenge Wonderful. for free. Wonderful. Listeners, don't forget about this. You've got three days from now. Go. Go, go, <laughs> go, go. Also, I just have to say I am actually had a look at uh, the sugar book as did Charlene yesterday and it's a, it's an amazing resource it's an amazing you think you know but then you don't I was saying to Sam you know a lot of the stuff that I read there um you know, you hear bits and bobs of it and you, you sometimes you read it in like a woman's health. A dietitian was talking about uh, the negative um, impacts of sugar in your diet or in, on your life. And you read bits and bobs of it. But the way you've set it out, Michelle, just speaks to me because it's simple. It's not a lot of stuff that I have to w- make my way through because I don't have time. And you obviously know <laughs> this. So the way you've set it out is just perfectly designed for women who are busy and on the go and to make this change in your life as simple as possible it can't seem like a mountain to climb because then you're just going to set yourself up for failure by thinking oh do I even want to go through the hassle of doing this so the way you've set it out I'm so chuffed it's really it speaks to me yeah what an amazing resource well done Mm. thanks I I honestly believe education is key and even every decision we make with our children will be different once once you have that information. Yeah, so, so true. Because so we true. can educate yeah. them. Every decision yes. they make as far, as far as their diet is concerned or the choices yes. the choices they make. And I mean, when, yes. my, when my kid asks me, Mommy, do you want some of my ice cream? I politely say, oh, thank you. No, thank you, my darling. Mommy doesn't want. He shouldn't be having ice cream. But when he's having a meltdown because we drive past the McDonald's, oh, I had that ice cream. I get him an ice cream and I tell the lady, please only do one swirl. Don't go right to the top and then he's eating the ice cream very politely offering it to me and I say no thank you and mommy doesn't want it and he's at the why stage now why why then this is an opportunity for me to educate and say well first of all mommy doesn't really like sugar because it's bad for you and so then I can explain the benefits to him but if he sees me making those changes Mm. in my life then because children mimic so you're yes. 100% right in what you say. Yeah. What we're teaching and showing teaching our children. Teaching healthy habits. Yes, yeah. exactly. They, they look what, they, they, they watch what we do. They, mm. they mimic everything we do, like you said. Um, but also, they, I, I don't, I'm not an a, a all or nothing kind of person. Mm. They, you know, I'm a foodie. I love food. I love delicious things. And there's places for them. Mm. But 
you become addicted. I mean, you become completely addicted and you have to cut it out for those 21 days to so gain that, control. So that exactly, it's like yeah. taking too many headache tablets and your body after a while starts producing a headache because it's become so dependent on taking those headache tablets. So the exactly. only way to fix that is to go cold turkey, get it out of your mm-hmm. system so that your body doesn't generate a headache anymore for mere dependence on the substance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then you can have your treat every now and then. But you have to do that process first. And you will also know that when you do get a headache, your body's trying to tell you something other than just give me pills. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think this can be extended to, so the whole being in control of yourself in terms of what you eat, what you put in your body, be it headache, tablets, or be it sugar, it extends to actual burnout. Mm. And And taking control and finding balance. It's actually module three of my e-course. It's uh-huh. all the factors that are involved to create more energy and clarity in your life. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Before uh, we ask you to kind of reveal everything in your ebook, I just want you to give us yeah. a, a little bit of a taste of kind of what can moms expect other than what you've already said. You've mentioned you brought in somebody in terms of, um, you know, sort of aesthetics and clothing and whatnot. So you brought There's in an a couple expert. of contributors. Yeah. Who else has contributed? Really awesome. um, I've got a really awesome contributor that's going to be talking about um, the the, how, the the changes that your body goes through during pregnancy and having a baby, but then how to gain strength again after that. Winning. So basically, yeah. So it's, I'm not at all about you know getting skinny. I'm about strength and health and and feeling great. So we've got a Pilates instructor that's going to talk about breathing and pelvic floor and all those fun things. Um, mm-hmm. Pelvic it, floor. Yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> you know, when some ladies say that they they pee a little when they sneeze, there's a way to make that stop. <laughs> not not even uh, that, Michelle. I'm I'm uh, I spoke about this earlier on in the episode. So just to fill you in, is I am seeing a pelvic floor physio because that's where I oh, hold fantastic. all of my uh, stress, my stress and anxiety. Sam, go, go figure. Sam, <laughs> Sam directs her stress not to her shoulders or her head or her back or 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 even into eating, binge eating. She sends it unbeknownst to her to her pelvic floor. Yeah, this woman is a yes. phenomenon. I actually do remember this from your last. Your last podcast, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can enjoy that one, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> cool. Awesome. That's cool. I love that. Okay, what else? What else? Um, module one is all about finding your brand identity as a mom and learning who you become. Um, I and how, love that. What your purpose is. And, I love and that. Yeah, mm. it's, it's an awesome, awesome episode. Oh, episode, I'm saying episode, I mean mm. module. Mm. Uh, module two is about time it's about to shift mindset it's about to it's about automating creating systems and taking control of your day again instead of doing what everyone else does Mm. Mm. and module three is about energy like i discussed earlier so that's creating energy clarity and module four is about relationships and the pressure we put on our relationships when we become moms how to get that spark back with your partner and keep it, and uh, how to communicate with them. <laughs> okay. And module five is about being a better mom. So we've got tips and tricks on planning and decluttering and organization. It's a really fun one. And then module six is my personal favorite. It's taking your, a mom from frumpy to fabulous, and we do a full-style makeover. 
skin, makeup, your closet, everything. I love this. I really love this. Uh, mm. Michelle, I, I have two things I want to ask you. The first one is how long uh, does it take to complete this course? I suppose it depends on how much time you put in. Yeah. Um, so it's, it'll be from the 29th. Um, it'll be, we'll start with module one and then we'll, each module will be launched as we go by. So it'll be six weeks from module one. But like I said, you have, unlimited time to go through the content it's available whenever you need it if you're having a bad day um i'm not sure if you guys have ever been asked by someone at the airport if you're pregnant when you're not pregnant um then you might want to go and sit down and and read through from peter fabulous and learn how to get your self-esteem back or Mm. maybe you've kind of had gone through december and had too much sugar and you need to go back and figure out how to get your life on track with your energy again then you Mm. can go back and visit module three um, all the content is yours to keep. So the videos will will be available for that six weeks period, and then maybe one or two weeks after that. But the actual content that is the set, like the actual transcribed videos, mm-hmm. will be available for you to download forever. Okay, cool. Then the other thing I wanted to ask you, I'm listening to everything you're saying and I realized just this week I was uh Sam and I always talk about it how I am I just I have too much going on and I I I have a tendency to just keep taking on more um and I do get by but I do feel it taking its toll on me so I'm listening to everything you're saying and I'm I'm realizing I need this in my life but I have to be honest here and just confess I know myself and I'm, I'm thinking I need to do this I need to do this but there's a part of me that makes me feel scared that what if I start it and I fail halfway through because I'm I already have so much mm. going on and I know for fear of letting myself down I might procrastinate and not do it so what do you have to say to me <laughs> um, because Charlene is probably not alone let's be honest because I, ge- I genuinely think that yes I want to do this but I in my heart I feel I the thought just crept into my mind what if I fail what if I don't so manage to complete it or succeed? Or what if I do it and I get halfway through and I realize, Charlene, you're doing so many things in your life wrong. You should be doing X, Y, and Z. Am I just going to feel more inadequate? Mm. What is your biggest struggle as a mom, Charlene? <sighs> I just, oh, you're going to make me cry now, Michelle. I just <laughs> feel like I'm not enough. <laughs> okay, so... Again, you are not alone. And nobody and nobody does anything to make me feel that way. My husband adores me. He's so supportive. My kids, for the most part, do love me. But in my mind, I have this mom guilt that always makes me feel like I just am not ever enough. And I've got to try harder. There's a mindset shift that needs to change here because you are good enough. No one can be the mom that you are for your kids. No one can be the wife you are for your husband. They've, you know, your husband picked you for a reason. You re- you're feeling like a failure because you are multitasking and setting yourself up for failure. You're giving yourself this endless list of things to do that actually is unattainable. You can never get it all. You can never get it all done. It's but not possible. Someone, someone's got to do it. <laughs> If you align and, and really prioritize the important things and start setting lists and, and making the things that are more important 
done and stop worrying about the things that perhaps you're doing because you feel like you have to, but you don't necessarily have to, so life will become easier. Okay. So Charlene, you need to do this. <laughs> I know, I know I <laughs> need to do it. There's two things in your life that you need, and that is support from other moms that feel the same way and accountability. Mm. You need to be able to say, I have given myself this task, I'm going to get it done, and I've got a group full of women that I need to prove that I can do this for. Yeah. And if it's not for you, it's for your kids. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of moms will not commit to doing things for themselves, but if you're a happier person, you'll be a better mom. You see, and is that not the biggest goal at the end of the day? That, that is true. And then I know, I know talking to you and listening to what you're saying, I know where my fear of doing this or actually taking the step to do this comes from because I, I already feel inadequate. And I know if I do this, I will be able to manage my life better. But what? And it's that fear, that, that self-belief that I am not good enough, that I might fail. Am I going to feel even worse about myself? So I think the, the thing here to think about is failing is not an option because you can't fail at, at being the best mom you can be for your kids. What if you could not feel like a failure? Mm. What if you could get everything done? Mm. Mm. What would your life look like if you were getting to everything you wanted to get to? Yes, that's true. And I suppose also for me to work out what defines failure because, I mean... It's different I, I, for different people. Exactly. And then, then turn it around and look at success. Well, then actually if you're worried about failure, what is success to you? Exactly. And then we go back to this is module one in the e-course. It's mm. figuring out what success is to you. Yes. Because a lot of people will say, oh, you know, they, they, they want to be successful. And you say, well, what is success to you? You know, for me, success is... Being a, being a mom and being able to spend time with my kids when they need me and enjoy it. It's, you know, having special time with my husband. It's, it's doing something that I love. It's having flexibility. Those are the things that come up for, with, for success for me. And I think a lot of people, until they pinpoint what success is, can't actually say that they're a failure. Right, yeah, that makes sense. It's, Success is not about that ma that muscular, um, awful, old school way of saying it's a corner office, it's money, it's a label. It's it's not about that for mom. Success is so much more than that. Mm. Um, it's about the feminine approach. It's being appreciated. It's making a, a difference in the world. It's having value. Those are the things that are important to women, specifically moms and the things that make a difference in, in our world with regards to success. Yeah, that's 100% true. Oh, Michelle, we could chat to you for, for hours. hours and hours and hours. Um, <laughs> but our time is limited, and so are all of our listeners' times, because most of them are moms and most of them are busy. Um, I hear you. That said, uh, we are going to put everybody in touch with you. And uh, for those five listeners, if this tugged at your heartstrings and if you know if you need this, you know um, there's, there's something telling you you need to put yourself first and you need to invest in yourself right now, in which case please take advantage of the very generous gifts that Michelle is giving us, among them her time. So, and, and this was your time as well, Mish, and we are so appreciative of that. Yeah, thank you. Oh, well, thank you, guys. I love what you do, and I, I love the fact that you guys are honest and real and are giving moms a place where they can voice 
themselves and keep doing keep keep doing you. Thanks. We're <laughs> so it, grateful. It's important. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks so much, Mish. Awesome. Keep well, up. bye. Bye. I love that woman. I love what she's doing. That has given me so much food for thought. And I know. I have so many mom friends that I want to tell about this now. I think it's it's like a baby shower gift that I want to give to people. I know. I'm just thinking about <laughs> my one friend. I'm thinking I am going to gift her this equals for her birthday. Good because idea. she's at a place in her life where she really needs it. Mm. But then I'm thinking, she's probably going to think, what a boring gift you give me a course to do online when she's doing it she's gonna see the merit yeah but when i hand over the gift i'm just gonna be a bit of a huh? i think it's a nice gift yeah i think it's a nice gift i uh your birthday's coming up it is uh-huh. yes, that it gives is. me ideas <laughs> that was not a skimp word <laughs> i just i do i love what she's doing and i you know, if i had this Back when I started work mm. with Elijah, because I was just under the foolish guise that I would slip back into my old identity, mm. but just have a kid at crash. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just all it's going to be the same. Except now I'm going to have his kid, and he's going to go to crash. Yeah, I'll pick him up every day, It'll and be we'll so balance lovely. our life perfectly. And and I'll be pumping three times a day and mm-hmm. making pureed baby food for him, and dealing with the guilt of leaving him there for six hundred hours a day. Uh, no, yeah. it doesn't work like that. And no. I had nobody to tell me. Yeah, like you that's know? not the reality. Well, you did have me. I did. But I w- my role in your life at that point was not to break you down with the severe reality of the matter. Well, there's also the... It was more to support when you, you when also, you do go through also it. Also, when, really, yeah, when you're ready to hear it, because I was so intense on going back to work. Mm, mm. Um, so there's a time and yeah. a season for everything. Yeah, if, yeah. if you had said that to me, I probably wouldn't have... I'd have gone like, you don't really know. But also, I you wouldn't know? have been your support. What you needed at that point was someone to support you through it. Like, you expressed, I'm anxious about going to work. I'm looking forward to it. But I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know what to expect. And mm. and my role in your life at that point was just to say, Sam, you can do this. It's going to be difficult and you, d- you won't know until you know. So, yeah. you're strong. You can do this. And... Get through the first day, come cry by me, and we will roll with the punches then. And that goes that goes for all of mothering, I suppose. Mm. It's not just your first day back at work. It's uh, the first week you have baby without your spouse, when your spouse goes back to work. Yes. There's so many different challenges, that, and because our, people's lives are so different, there's so many different things that could happen to them. And... Like when you're pregnant and people are like, oh, you're never going to sleep again. Helpful, thanks. Yes. That's not helpful. That's sweet, thanks. That's the only thing they tell you about. They they don't tell you about how you as a person change emotionally, how you, what changes you go through and who you become. Nobody tells you that. I make a point of when someone tells me they're pregnant or they ask advice or they, the one thing I tell them is, I'm always honest with them, but the one thing I tell them is, there is nothing that can prepare you for the overwhelming love that you are going to feel. And all those things that everybody tell you about and how difficult it 
however difficult it may be, it sinks into nothingness when you feel that mm. feeling. Mm. I'm not saying it's not going to be hard, but even what I'm telling you now does not justify or does not adequately describe what you are going to feel because it's a feeling you only know once you have it. This is why this product is so amazing because it's, it's by moms for moms. Mm. Mm. Michelle's been through it and mm. she goes through it every day. Mm. And she's not sitting on a little pedestal talking at moms like, you could do this better and you should be doing It's not about that. No. It's not like that at all. She's down on our level going, right, when the red flags happen for me, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like going to a therapist when you go and you're like, I had this outburst this week and it made me feel this way. Then the therapist will tell you, okay, so when you feel that way, try navigating through that emotion by doing X, Y, and Z. When that thought creeps into your mind, try condition your mind to think along these lines mm. and separate this from that. They give you the tools to cope with the challenges you're going to be facing. And that is what Michelle's doing here. I love that. Yeah. Another thing that stuck out for me is... Our question about can we have it all, um, I got from what she was telling us that you can have it all, work-life balance, if you do certain things like understand and make peace with the fact that perfection is not what you should be aiming for. Because if you're aiming for a perfect work-life balance, a flawless life where everything just always works out and I think that position that that you were in thinking so I'm going to drop Elijah off and this is how it's going to be and I'll pack the lunches and it might be a bit difficult to begin with but I'm going to go back to my own self as soon as we get into that routine it's aiming for that perfection that that idealistic thing that you have um, envisioned it's not going to be that perfection. You, you can manage it and you can have it all, but bear in mind that it's not going to be that perfection that you have envisioned, first of all. And second of all, you can have the work-life balance or you can have it all, as we call it, if you check in with yourself constantly and start off by assessing what defines success an achievement for you and what defines failure for you and then setting out your goals which is what her e-course will allow you to do or assist you in doing and understanding that you constantly have to check in with yourself because as your life changes your goals and ideals and what you want to achieve or what you're capable of achieving changes and so for example, your family might get hit by a severe tragedy and you had all these damn goals and now you end up feeling like a failure because you're not getting to what you had set out to do. Go easy on yourself. Yeah. Something has happened to you here. Just take a moment, be kind to yourself, reassess what, what are you able to go after within the parameters of what you're faced with in that moment. So constantly checking in with yourself. And that is, I think, how you obtain the balance. It's ever-changing. You know what else I, I realized in that looking back to what my expectations were of motherhood and how I would be and how I would balance the career that was so important to me, which is so drastically changed for the better, mm, mm. mind you. Um, I also realized if I, if I met all of those expectations, at this stage, I still wouldn't be happy. Mm. That's it. Would you be fulfilled? 
You wouldn't. I wouldn't. The old Sam might have because that's what that's what got you going. But the old Sam wasn't making room in her head for Elijah the person. But the old Sam didn't know Elijah the person and the old yes. Sam didn't know that overwhelming feeling that no words can describe yes. you will be feeling and you will only know what I'm talking about when you feel it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All of the above. Yes. So that that is what that is. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're with you, Michelle. We're on your train, honey. We're on your train. I just, it just resonated so much with me what what she offers and um you know the uh, the passion with which she's doing it exactly yeah exactly yeah so um yeah of course i want to carry on this discussion yeah as we always do as always um so if some of you still don't know where to reach us um uh, we're working on a uh, like a hotline or a caller line or a telephone line where you can call send voice notes and um uh, whatsapps but uh, that's not up and running yet so until then if you want to carry on any of these discussions with us, please, um, on Instagram, you now have the ability when sending a direct message to send a voice note or a video, or you can even just text us a direct message on Instagram at the Great Equalizer Podcast. You can reach us there and share um, your thoughts and experiences. Anything you want to share with us or talk to us about, you can do there. Yeah, record one on your phone as well. Yes, you can. Um, with your phone's own recording system. Mm-hmm. And then save it and attach it to an email to us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com. Yeah, guys, your support really is so important to us. I know we say this every week, we say it in every episode, but it genuinely, it comes from the heart. Your support means our success and it means we are achieving what we're setting out to do. We are touching hearts, we're engaging with moms, um, any share, any like, any comment, anything, any of your interactions with us just really means the world to us. We're so grateful. And reviews, they're two platforms that we're on um, through which if we get reviews, it'll just uh, put us up high on the algorithm and, um, you know, give us Be more, more exposure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, Apple Podcasts. So if you do listen to us on Apple, please rate us on Apple. And as well as Facebook. Most of you guys are on Facebook, so please hit us up there and drop us a review. Mm. Um, the we'll more we've seen, the better this podcast can do for you. We can um, interact more with you. We can get to know you and your story. And, I mean, there's so many people listening to us, and I would love to just get their stories. We have so much planned content coming up, and if you share your stories with us, then we would be happy to feature any interesting stories that you have for us, real-life experiences. So we want to do better for you. Um, I also just want to slot in yet again. Uh, don't forget, if it resonated with you, what Michelle said in our interview today, you have that voucher code. Mm-hmm. And here we're going to reveal it. Uh, what it is, mm-hmm. is... <laughs> A drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my sound effect now. <laughs> Great Equalizer with a capital G, one word. Great Equalizer. So you need to... Go on to Michelle's website, um, that's michellepitt.co.za, Michelle, uh, spelled like you would normally spell Michelle, P-I-T-T.co.za, hit her up and give her the voucher code, 
great equalizer when you sign up to purchase your e-course. So the code is great equalizer with a capital G. It's without the the. So yeah. drop the the, capital G, great equalizer. That's your redemption code. Otherwise, go on to Michelle Pitt's Facebook page as well as um, her group, Life Hacks for Millennial Moms. Yeah, sign up for the group and then you, um, she'll prompt you for your email address and you give that to her and you also stipulate that you would like the sugar book, um, the sugar ebook that she drafted and she will send it to you. This is free content, guys. Mm. And the discount is phenomenal. You would normally be paying 2470, this is now for the e-course, mm -hmm. 2470, if you get in there, You'll be paying one nine seven zero for the full e course, and that's if you that is if you sign up before the end of the eighth of April. So you'll be listening to us. We'll be live on the fifth of April with this episode, and you will still have time until the end of the eighth of April to sign up for that discounted offer. And then, in addition to that, if you manage to get in there by the end of the eighth of April, you will also get a free one on one with her. She does not offer one-on-ones anymore this is an exclusive exclusive offer to our listeners and that free one-on-one -on -one session is valued at 550, 550 rand, rand. Yeah. yeah so guys i'm charlene and i are keen yeah and if you want to join it. us yeah. the first five listeners to hit michelle up before monday uh can get in on that special yep so i would you run have, don't you have the weekend you, you have, have the weekend ladies it, and gents cool right charlene also just as a last note and in the spirit of not booking ourselves into a mental institution so early on in the year. Oh, yeah, because September and October is more socially acceptable. True. Agreed. <laughs> anyway, we'll be respecting our kids' school holidays and uh, your personal family holidays, Charlene, yeah. to just be moms and mm. to take a bit of a break, which means that for the first three weeks in May, we'll be taking a brief hiatus. But we'll be back, so don't miss us too much. You guys can listen to some older episodes if the pain's too much. Don't let the withdrawals <laughs> get the better of you. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, guys, that's it for this week. Until next time, keep, keep your, your mom, mom game strong. For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or you can catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little bit more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.